We play and call it work. Mini Wargamer Dave here from MiniWargaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to another episode of The Shrine of Chaos. Today, we have a special guest. This is Warboss Doug from Table War. If you guys have not seen Warboss Doug, perhaps you have played on one of his creations. We are talking today to the creator of the Fat Mats, and uh, we are very excited. And he happens to be my brother, my brother in arms. So, Doug, how's it going? It's going great. How you doing? Excellent. So, first things first, uh, you guys, I mean, prolific in the wargaming industry. You guys have your mats everywhere. If I'm not mistaken, the first company to produce these kind of mats for miniature wargaming that went on a large scale, uh, hit the tournament scene, hit stores uh, in people's houses. And uh, so, uh, first off, awesome. Congratulations. And I have to ask, uh, where did the idea come from to make these mats? The idea came from me playing magic with my son. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there and, you know, I'm a big 40K player. Uh, I'd been in this tournament circuit for a while at the time. And just rolling my 20-sided who goes first dice over and over again on the mat, mm -hmm. on the little, you know, uh, I think we had a Star Trek mat for our Star Trek deck builder game that I used for my Magic uh, games, and I'm like, man, I really like rolling on this. Okay, like the and, feeling of it. The feeling of it. It was quiet. I'm like, I want, I want this for 40k, and that's how it started. Okay, so just like playing, playing with your son. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rolling and, the dice. You know, I could never. I, no one was making mats these big. I, I, you know, did my R and D and found a place that was willing to do it and at the time it was people were like wait what you want one that big that's crazy so I'm like nope this is this is going to be a thing i want this now so, was there something that happened in your brain when you were rolling on that material and like the sound of it the sound yeah. of the dice like what what happened what what was going because i i'm sure it was similar to what happens when when most people roll as opposed to like well, a hard well, wood surface I, I, I started, I started, you know, the, you know, playing on some of the plastic tables, right. With the loud clankiness of the noise, when you're throwing a hundred orc dice and they go scattering everywhere, that was an issue, you know, and then just the noise, right. Just right. all the loud noise and rolling the dice, you know, and then I started getting, I started getting like a handful of my orc dice and I'd start rolling on it, just thinking about it while I'm playing magic. And that's kind of how it started. And, you know, I came from the video game industry. So, you know, doing uh, texture maps for, you know, a 3D game versus giant texture maps for these mats, it was a no-brainer. I talked to a couple of my video game artist buddies, seeing if they wanted to help. The original, the original Kickstarter for uh, the Fat Mat, we, uh, all, of that was, <clears throat> all of that was my art. But as we expanded from there, I brought in a couple of my artist buddies that I've been working for decades yep. in the video game industry with saying, hey, you want to do, they're like, that's like doing one texture. Yeah, no problem, man. Okay, so cool. We all got together and, you know, between the three of us, that was like 60 years of video game industry experience. <laughs> so they were two artists that I could trust, right? Well, okay, hold on. Was it like, was it spread pretty much equally? Was it 20 years each or was it like... 
Uh, no, one of my one of my artist friends. It's so funny because um, you know in the video game industry, you know each project you kind of bounce around. So you know I've had friends in the gaming industry where I hired them to work for me at my company, and then as things change, like maybe uh, they hired me before that for their company for a, for a project, mm-hmm. and it kind of you kind of go back and forth. Um, one of the artists was one of the original artists with me on EverQuest which was the first video game I worked on. Um, and then when we went into like this consulting thing after EverQuest, uh, I worked with this other artist that had been a lead in, in, in many, many projects. So, and she's an amazing artist as well. So I still just go to them. Awesome. Three of us are, are still the main artists. I, I do most, I would say probably 80% of all the maths is, is are all done by me. But all of the layouts and designs, you know, we have the hidden deployment lines that people like. Yes. People are still finding out for the first time, you know, our city mats and our urban mats. We've got like the, you know, I've got one right here. It's it's my desktop, basically. Um, uh, the, you know, you've got the uh, newspapers and flares and sandbags that kind of define your deployment lines, you know, right. we call them hidden deployments. We don't do it for the organic ones. No, so if you're looking for them online, it's you, it's all of the urban styles that have that, that hidden deployment lines. Right. Yeah. It would probably be too, uh, deliberate for the organic ones. Right. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what year, cause you know, we started table war started with the cases and you know we've had probably four kickstarters now for table war mm-hmm. which is pretty cool all successful which is uh, all successful good, awesome all, all pretty exciting and you know we, we don't, we're not looking for a ton on the kickstarter that's just to you know get the ball rolling and get that first production going yeah a lot of times you know we we've got a great record with uh you know, getting everything out in a timely manner on all of our Kickstarters as well, or earlier than we projected. That's fantastic. So That's we, great. We always jump ahead expecting that it's going to go good. And luckily we've uh, been right so far. You, <laughs> you rolled the dice and... Uh, you... I roll the dice on, on life all the time. All the time. <laughs> all right. So a couple of things uh, before we continue the conversation here, just uh, so everybody knows that there are going to be some Fat Mac giveaways today because, uh, you know, who better to uh, provide that than the creator of the Fat Mats himself? Uh, and uh, so what we're going to do is uh, there's actually going to be a handful of them, a number of them, two of which are the brand new ones, which include the new terrain pieces that go with them, which is super, super cool. Uh, so if you guys check out, there's a link in this post that you're watching right now. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or Periscope, there's a link to Table War. So you can click on that and go to the website and see their new mats. There's a new image on their website that says uh, sale, and there's four new ones displayed there. So they're uh, the new sizes, if I'm not mistaken, Doug, new sizes for GW, Ninth edition. Uh, yeah, these are um, the new designs we have the uh the ones with the scatter train that you mentioned those are 30 by 44 so they fit on half of a full um 40k game right and they come with two pieces of large scatter terrain we call them um that you can cut down if you want i'm going to show some videos about how to do that right now but if you wanted to just like have if you have a snow mat and you wanted like fire and ice like you wanted the lava yep 
to be blending with it. Then you could get the lava 30 by 44 with the scatter pieces. And the, right now we have a special offer. We're giving away uh, four of the little crater terrain here. I'll show you. I got a couple right here. These are little, little craters. Nice. You know, for the ocean or for the alpine. This is for the swamp. Mm -hmm. So we've got two of each of these different sizes that are free with these orders. And then um, the big pieces of terrain, I, I designed them so they could be cut down nicely. Like if you looked at, the, if anybody's looking on the site right now, like you could look at the tundra or the uh, volcanic tomb. Both of those you can really see in one of the scatter pieces. There's like little frozen ponds in the tundra or the lava one has kind of a lava pool coming up. And you can cut around that and have some edging and, and different terrain how you want to design your own table so uh, i also mentioned that if you're a silver vault member you get a discount on table war and so if you didn't know that already uh, there is a discount code there included and if you're not a silver vault member then this is the perfect opportunity to become one uh, to uh, take advantage of this discount so uh, i will say that uh, I'm, I'm looking at your face doug and uh, I didn't tell you I was going to mention that before, but uh, no, no, no. It's yeah. uh, I just was going to mention that you know you also if you're a returning customer for Table War, you also get a discount on top ah, of that. So. Okay, all right, yes, this is true, um, and it's funny because I find with that stuff, it's like it's stuff you want to let people know, but at the same time, now it's ultimately good that you let people know that, right? But it's a uh, it's it's a good thing. Um, so yeah, check that out if you are a Vault member. If not, then, uh, you know, hold on. I'm just going to help you guys out here. I'm going to provide said link. To the uh, Silver Vault discount code page. So you can grab that if you're a Silver Vault member, if you want to make a purchase. Now, that being said, we are doing the giveaways as well today. And so if you want to take advantage of that after the fact, should you not be one of the people to uh, uh, be gifted one of these gifts of chaos in the form of a fat mat, uh, you know what? And I think, why don't we give one away now and then we'll, we'll kind of sprinkle sure. it, sprinkle it throughout the, yeah. Cause I think normally what we do is uh, we usually do it all at the end, but I think it's, it'll be fun to kind of sprinkle it throughout. Uh, I should have got my Christmas hat on. I look like Santa giving away stuff. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> okay so how we do this how we do this is we uh, uh doug if you could do the honors of suggesting the keyword that people need to type in in order to be uh, entered into the giveaway uh and so i will i will also mention this that uh you need to be stateside in order to qualify for uh, it just for shipping purposes because it's ridiculous outside uh for these uh, mats outside of the u.s and so if you're U.S. side, then uh, type in this keyword. Uh, that being said, we are doing more giveaways later on in the Shrine that uh, will be worldwide. For this one specifically, uh, this will be stateside. You want me to give the word? Yes, keyword. So as soon as I give the word, what happens? Uh, then people will type in the word, and then I will very analogly uh, scroll with my mouse wheel, and wherever the cursor lands is the winner. Okay. So the word of the day is scatter. Scatter. Okay. Type in the word scatter. 
uh, and then we'll give people a moment to you know what okay so here this is what i'm going to do I, I, this is one of the new ones right this will be one of the new ones the 30 uh, by 44 with the scatter terrain and the free uh the bonus craters okay it'll also come with a mat bag and tag the bag and tag like all light like all of our mats do Scatter with a question mark, scatter with an exclamation mark. Either way, it's scattering. Either way, you're entered. So it's all good. And really, it's just like a, it's a, it's a sign to us that you would be wanting to accept said gift of chaos through the warp in the mail. That's all the reason is for the, the typing of the words. Because otherwise, you're just typing scatter. And it's kind of random. <laughs> scatter it around. Yeah, just... Scatter around the word scatter. Uh, all right, so I'm scrolling, scrolling, uh -oh. scrolling. There it is, going, going. All right. Three, two, one. Joe Berezanski. All right, Joe Berezanski. That's on Facebook. Okay, so that's one of the new ones. So Joe, if you could message, actually, you know what? They could probably message you on your Facebook, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so go to the Table War Facebook page. Send a message through that. And I'm looking for a... There we go. Here, I'll just provide that link in the chat just so you guys have it. That's on the Facebook page. Uh, to claim your prize, make sure to send your, your name, your shipping address, your phone number, email, that sort of thing. Congrats, Joe. That's on the first one. And then we're just going to sprinkle them out around throughout the show. Yeah, we'll sprinkle it throughout the show. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do random. There, I'm not going to give away how many giveaways we're doing today because I think that's part of the fun. Uh, yeah. Now, before we uh, continue on with uh, the discussions of things, I'm going to do a giveaway as well. This is not going to be a fat mat one. This is going to be a model one. This is uh, worldwide, so no matter where you are in the world, uh, type in this word. It's going to be for these right here. These are Atalan Jackals, Gene Steeler Cults, five models in this. So, Doug, since you are the guest of honor, could you suggest the keyword once again? Hmm. Let's go with a simple mini. Mini. Okay. So type in the word mini to indicate to me that you would want to receive one of these. And just so I have it, it, the winner for the for the first scatter set was Joe Berezanski, and that's B E R E Z A N S K Y on Facebook. So oh, look at that! I just got an alert. Awesome. Hey Joe, 
check them out. Check out those four. See which one you like. All right, now uh, scrolling to see who the winner of these Adeline Jackals. And we're going to go with uh, Wolf Brother 41. I see what you did there, Wolf Brother. You put many in a unique way. So, Wolf Brother 41. So, you're on Twitch. Okay. So send me a whisper on Twitch. So send Mini Wargaming a whisper on Twitch. That's how you, Wolf Brother 41 claim your prize of these jackals. You have to send me a whisper on Twitch. Okay? If you're not sure how to do that, you never know. Some people aren't sure. Um, I will send you a whisper. And I'll say hi. A whisper. A whisper. Okay. All right, and then send me your mailing address, and also put put down what you won. Put down the jackals, okay? Because I might forget that you won that. I'll need your shipping address, your email, your name, and then you shall receive this. Okay, Doug, my brother. So, uh, we got a couple giveaways there. It's a good start. So, back to the back to the uh, discussion because I'm curious about this. So we had uh, so you worked on video games as a graphic artist, graphic designer, uh, with a team of people, a couple of which mm -hmm. you've uh, pulled in to help design some of the fat mats. Uh, yeah. And it started with your son uh, playing games with your son, the Star Trek game. It was on a similar material, and so that gave you the idea to do it for the games. So, yep. what what spawned the idea, kind of moving forward a bit, uh, to make some terrain in the same material to scatter around? What kind of spawned that idea? Blending, you know, I've been wanting to, you know, do a bunch of the different blending of uh, of mats, and it's been tricky because. You know, you're talking if you do it for everyone with every combination, that's a lot of SKUs, right? It's kind of kind of tough to hold that many SKUs in a warehouse and, and, you know, do all that stuff for somebody, you know, that might, you know, not be selling that combo very well. Right. So I thought of the scatter stuff because my son, he has uh, salamanders and I have space wolves. So I was thinking, you know, how, how could we like blend a table to fight on, right? Where like the snow's creeping in to the volcanic area or something like that. So I started playing around with the scatter terrain. I did the big, I did two big pieces because I, I really think people can really shape their own with the two sizes that I have for the scatters to where they can just use that and put it in a corner so it's creeping all the way around the mat versus... Um, you know, making a bunch of small ones and somebody wanting a little bit bigger one. Cause these, you know, it's, it's just a neoprene, you know, mouse pad. It's really easy to cut. So I made these shapes within each scatter terrain so people could really shape how they want the, where it will fit their terrain that they already have for their mats or right. for their, uh, for their games. Right. So it, do you find that being a war gamer yourself really helps in the design of the mats? 
100%. So if you weren't a war gamer, can you, here's a, okay, here's a better framed question. Let's say you see two mats, okay? And one was uh -huh. created by a war gamer, one wasn't. Is it obvious to you? Yes. Yeah? Well, there's a couple things that are pretty obvious to me as far as like looking at other mats and stuff like that. It's, you know, do, does the person have a basic concept of color theory is probably my first thing. Right. And then, you know, did, were, were they considering where terrain would go? That's another big thing. All, all of our mat designs, I, I, I have in my mind as I'm, as I'm drawing them, as I'm designing out layouts for the other artists, it all has to do with what's this going to look like with minis and terrain on it. Okay. So, you know, where, where were people going to place terrain? Where, you know, where am I just going to totally lose a piece of this mat because there's always going to be terrain in this area. Right. So you got this high detailed thing that you always end up covering up. Right. Or maybe it's a too big, too big of a space where the detail, you know, kind of accentuates something on the mat, but then you're covering whatever that is. So your eyes not drawn to the right thing and stuff like that. So yeah. I guess the long short answer is I'm always thinking artistically and creatively, you know, with the creative gamer in. and you know, to be honest, this company wouldn't even exist if I didn't want everything I made. <laughs> Okay, that's myself. fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, that's how that's how Table War started. I was playing Horde Orcs. Uh, Twenty Orcs are, you know, coming out coming out of a, a blown up battle wagon on the other side of a table at like a tournament where I've got to walk around four tables to get to the other side with a handful of orcs. Right? Yeah. So I started magnetizing them to these little trays, and then I made these little trays for all of my all of my twenty men orcs. And then uh, my business partner, who's my lifelong friend, uh, was looking at that. And he was in the manufacturing business with Intel. And he's like, oh, man, we got to make those. Okay, so like, this, is, right. this is Todd so you're talking about? This is Todd. So 10 years ago, because this is our 10th anniversary yep. this month, um, which is crazy to think about. But, you know, Todd saw that. And I got Todd into 40K. And then he's like, it'd be cool if, you know, there was a, a way to, you know, carry all those trays. And I'm like, well, I got a case idea, but it's it's way out of the box compared to the foam that's out there right now. Yeah. So I designed that, showed him that. He's like, all right, let's 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 do this. So we started Table War. It started with the cases. Um, it started with the know, cases, we, not the mats. No, no, it started with the cases. Yeah, we were doing cases first. I, it took me a little while to convince Todd to do the mats. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was, you know, he's like, oh, I don't know, uh, you know, a big six foot by four foot mat. I'm like, trust me. <laughs> trust me on this one. It's going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Everybody's a big deal. Want... Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. I mean, it's, I, I, it's, hard to, it's hard to think about, like, going back and, you know, I used to always get the uh, gravel hand, I called it, you know, where, because, you know, I, I had the, 300 pound table board that i would set down with all the textured rock and stuff on it and, oh yes you know, when you're leaning over on the table with your hand on the table and then you lift up your hand you know it looks like gravel yep <laughs> imprinted gravel uh-huh and then just rolling the dice rolling the dice is a huge thing for me uh, that was one of my favorite things so yeah now uh when you when you first started uh 
Okay, so the mats. So you started 10 years ago. When did the mats come in? Was that a couple years later? Was that soon yeah, after? Yeah, it was a couple years later. I think we're probably seven or eight years into the mats now. Okay. Todd would know the exact number. I'm the artist guy. It's like, you know, <laughs> yesterday, a couple days ago, we started the mats. I don't know. <laughs> a, a minute ago. Huh. Your partnership sounds oddly familiar, Doug. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. We could go for hours about that one. <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, realistically, you know, it, it does come down to, you know, who, you know, who's your partner in the business, stuff like that. And you know that, too. Yeah. You know, you um, you work well off of each other. You know, he's he's good at the he's good at the pencil pushing. I'm good at the, the paintbrush pushing, I guess. I, I don't know if you want to call it that. Yeah. I'm the creative side. He helps keep me in line when I get into my hermit art mode. <laughs> and I think only two days have gone by, and he's like, "It's uh, been two weeks. You got that art yet?" <laughs> you know, That's awesome. Like Da Vinci says, you know, the uh, art is never finished; it's only abandoned. And I have a hard time abandoning my art sometimes. Mm. I've seen some of your art, art your uh, your traditional art. I think you showed me a picture of it was either a whale or a dolphin. I think it was a dolphin. It was a shark. It's it was a shark. Right okay, yeah. Maybe subconsciously I was reminded of it because I was looking at that. So that's a whatever painting. Gave, whatever, whatever gave you that idea. <laughs> so this is a – hold on one second. Let me uh, actually show it. All right. So that's a painting, yes? Yeah, that's an oil painting on canvas. Crazy. Can you see it okay? I can't tell. Yep. Yeah, it's I not got, bad. I got you held up. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, how much do you want for it, Doug? You know, that's my last oil painting okay. that I've done. Um, I mean, we could start auctioning it off. You know, it started like 20 grand, I guess. Yeah. Is that how much it would take? At least. Yeah. What about like yeah. 8888 bucks? Start it there. Oh, that's a good price, too. Yeah, a good price. I, mean, I mean, for a friend discount. For a brother <laughs> from a different mother discount, maybe. Uh, okay, so I got to mention as well, guys, uh, for those watching – any super chat contributions, super chat donations today will go to Table War Charities, the activism, activism, activism for autism. Did I say that right? Is that what it's called, or is it called something completely different? No, that's pretty. That's pretty good, and I'm not going to repeat it now because you said it a little <laughs> off, and I'll I'll repeat that because that's how my brain works. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so all, all super chat proceeds will go to that today. So uh, also, if you have any questions specific to Doug about table war about fat mat about questions about gaming uh i'll do my best to grab those out of the chat so that i can read them to you doug so you can answer them directly and uh for anyone who wants to super chat uh and do that if i don't get your comments then just know that the proceeds will go to a good cause and so yay uh, and thank you everybody ahead of time that's awesome thanks dave for doing that so question about you and going, just going back to you and uh, Todd for a second, because you mentioned uh -huh. brief, briefly like, oh, okay, he's manufacturing and you're your artist. And so how did it actually like, how do you know him first off? How did that, how did it come to be that you guys, what, what are some more details there? I just moved up to Northern California from the Bay area at like age eight. Okay. And his parents we're taking an oil painting class from my mom. Okay. And I remember 
meeting him for the first time at school when his parents were there and they saw me. So they said, hi. And they said, Oh, this is our son. And I mean, I still remember the first day we met, which is pretty weird. Um, yeah, I was getting off the bus and there they were. And there was Todd. And then been friends ever since. So hold did you childhood friends. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. Eight years old. Wow. Eight or nine. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with eight. I like that number better, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so nuts. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. And you know, we, we grew up playing D and D together. D and D was our big thing back then. I think we got into D and D probably when we were like 12 or 13. Um, before that it was motorcycle riding. We did a lot of paintball as kids. Oh yeah. So yeah, we did tons of paintball. Up. So you grew up together. It, oh, wait, it's back up here now. I got to get used to that. Yes, we met up here. I, I I've moved back to Northern California. That's another big life change for me recently. But uh, yeah, I'm back up. I'm living probably three miles as the crow flies from the house I grew up up here. Okay, so just back in your own stomping ground there. Yep, it's pretty wild. So okay, I'm loving it childhood friends you uh-huh. kind of know each other uh, uh well growing up throughout the your teenage years also yeah yeah uh oh, yeah play games yeah. together yeah even when i was in the military he he went over to germany and we met up there when i was serving overseas seriously yeah cool and yeah we almost died on the autobahn together <laughs> <laughs> uh so how did the discussion come about for Table War? Well, like like I was saying earlier, it, it started with my orcs and doing magnetized orc trays. That's okay. how it all started. Okay, so just a and discussion. I, just a, I don't want to carry... Just a discussion. It's like, I don't want to carry these. I showed him, like, uh, you know, on video chat or whatever, that, you know, what I was working on. Because he lived in uh, China at the time. Okay. Right? So, you know, we were just talking over the internet and, um, I had, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember the first time I went over there, we hadn't started discussing table war yet. So it was after that. So the second time I went over was for table war when I went to China. So uh, first time, first time I just went to go visit him. He was working over there and I wanted to visit and the second time I went over, it was because I designed out the case idea and I had the, the railing system that I wanted for it that, you know, I thought, well, we should probably patent this. This is pretty unique. Yeah. And he's like, all right, we're going to let's start this. Let's start manufacturing. He jumped on board. We put together the team and uh, the name. And 10 years later, here we are. Awesome. So that's just you know what I love? This is what I love. It spawned from uh, a form of suffering, very small scale, an inconvenience. It was, uh, I don't want to carry hordes of my orcs like this anymore. There's got to be a better way. Oh, that's all inventions. All inventions are convenience. I love it. The, mi- the microwave, convenience. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. An oven. I mean, sitting in a comfortable chair. You know, yep. it's every, I think most inventions come from, I want to do something easier or cooler. Yep. And, 
with Table War at the time where I was in my life, I just, I wanted to make cool things for me to play with. And Todd's like, oh yeah, other people will want that. I'm like, all right, let's, let's try. Cool. All right. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Let's try. So what's, what's the, uh, okay. So now when you come out with new products, what, uh -huh. what's the, what's that process like? Well, I have a long list of things we want to do. Like right now, you know, top secret, we're working on another couple creations, totally new, not the mat, not the case. So top secret, also, top secret stuff, right? Hopefully it'll come out soon. But you know, those kind of things I take from, I take from my experience in the gaming industry, you know, I want to shout it out. I want to tell everybody. But depending on, you know, manufacturing issues or, you know, design tweaks, whatever, I don't know how long it's going to take to actually have in people's hands. So I don't want to build up the hype until we're ready for it. So I kind of keep that quiet. But I'm steadily doing new mat designs or new sizes. So I'm, I'm dealing with that as well. Um, and if I'm, if I'm doing, you know, I've got to manage if I'm doing it or if one of the artists is doing it, one of the other artists is doing it while I'm still, you know, doing all the R and D and design work for new products as well. And then Todd is the uh, manufacturing lead and manager for, you know, getting the logistics done. Yeah. So I doodle a lot and he crunches numbers a lot. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Two sides. I mean, the whole dream was to be able to be sitting at a cafe in Europe somewhere, doodling on a napkin, my next invention, uh -huh. and making it happen. So I'm almost there. We get rid of this COVID craziness. I'm ready to go hang out in Italy for a little while and design some stuff, or Sweden, go home, see the family. So, okay, a couple questions I saw from the chat, which are relevant here. One, uh, is Table War your full-time uh, business oh yeah yes okay and two uh what did 2020 look like for table war yeah it's it's been crazy for so many reasons like 2020 for me more than table war has been just completely shattering all my norms and you know life changes you know moving up here buying a house during a pandemic was pretty crazy yeah uh something i never expected to do you know I had life changes with family issues and stuff like that that brought me up here so that 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 was a huge level of drama that was happening as the pandemic started okay so, so just to, you know, just to break it down simply. So my mom came down with cancer. We had to come up here to help her. That was that was a focus. She had just finished her um, chemo and was supposed to go into her radiation when the lockdown started. So her, you know, her and her disabled uh, uh, husband, you know, were locked down, and that's when you know me and my wife decided, okay, we got to get up there. So we you know, figured out a way to get up here, did like a 72 day escrow, which uh, was kind of nightmarish, right. but it happened. So, you know, we're up here, we got a, our dream house in the country. It's, it's pretty awesome as far as that. So it's been a real huge roller coaster. Um, 
small business wise, you know, it's tough. We were we were really worried when when the pandemic started and lockdown started, you know, about like, you know, what's going to happen with people's finances. And, you know, I mean, we're, you know, we're a accessory company, right? Mm -hmm. We're a third party company to bigger companies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our livelihood, Matt, you know, all, you know, circles around those games right now. So if, you know, people weren't able to play them, what was going to happen with the industry, you know, where, you know, what's going to happen with the fans. So, you know, we there was some trepidation there mm -hmm. as far as, you know, what the future looked like for us. And we were pretty nervous. So we buckled down, tightened up, you know, kind of streamlined some stuff just to be safe, mm -hmm. you know, to prepare for the worst. Yeah. And we got hit a little bit. I think everybody did. But I think as people got used to working at home, you know, the people, the people that had jobs to where they could telecommute and stuff like that. I think, um, they, you know, they, they were kind of getting their day to day and everybody's ordering online and, and, you know, our case sales went actually up because I think, I think a lot of people were like, okay, time to hobby, time to set up my armies. Okay. This right. is, you know, I don't know if you've seen those memes where it's like show somebody's house before the pandemic and then it's like completely remodeled and beautiful after <laughs> the pandemic yep, yep. it's kind of the same way for people's armies and stuff i've been seeing a lot more hobbying going on and stuff like that so people are you know finally getting that case they wanted to set up their army in and and they wanted to paint their army before they bought it we get that a lot yeah um and so we saw that and then the the, the maths are still you know every, sales are still you know pretty good and you know people are back to playing again and i and i don't think people really stopped um i mean the event stopped which was tough you know it's been really weird not to be going you know not going to events right you know that's something you know i mean uh, i mean adepticon and nova have been part of our life our livelihood for the last 10 years yeah i mean we went to adepticon with my first prototype of the case um, that was my first Adepticon to go sh kind of show that off and take it around because it's, you know, so handy for tournament play and, mm -hmm. you know, quick, quick deployment and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, it's been a little crazy. It's been a, it's been a wild ride for 2020. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of excited for it to be ending soon. Yeah. I'm looking for, I really, I, I miss all my friends and miss hanging out and, and you know going to the events seeing people i only see once a year you know i've kind of been a hermit up here yeah through this whole thing i mean a lot of people have yeah and and you know i'm i'm thankful for just the way the way kind of things kind of all fell into place for us it's been it's been challenging but i know a lot of people have had it way worse than us so yeah i can't complain you know it's interesting about adepticon it I felt like the pandemic was real when Adepticon was canceled. Before then, it was just like, come on. Just... Oh, oh, the discussions yeah. me and Todd had about like when to cancel. Are we going? Right. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, they were they were waiting. You know, they were really waiting. They felt like, OK, the city is going to close us down. You know, they, they. I mean, the writing was kind of on the wall at the time. Right. But everybody's got flights and hotels. Yep. You know, do we cancel before and, you know, uh, take a hit on stuff? 
you know, I'm telling Todd, I'm like, it's not happening. And Todd's like, oh, we're going, man. We got to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our sales. And, yeah. you know, we got it. You know, we, we've got everything to, you know, set up to go there and everything. And I'm like, it's not going to happen, Todd. You know, I just knew in my gut. Yeah. I'm like, do you do you want because he lives in Hawaii now. Mm-hmm. So he moved from China back to the States years ago. And now he lives in Hawaii. And I'm like, Todd, do you really want to be stuck on the mainland if they lock things down? Mm-hmm. you know, away from your wife and kids. Right. I mean, it's going to happen, man. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We, let's, we're just going to plan. We're just going to do it. I'm like, okay, but I'm telling you right now, I, I, I'm not going, it's not going to happen. And then of course, you know, it, they shut it down and it's just been crazy ever since. Every time you think, okay, is it going to start up again? People are going to start doing events again. Something happens. And now we're into this second wave. It's just, crazy i mean we live in a historical time yeah I mean, for sure all said and done this is this is hugely historic in so many levels yeah especially for americans right with the politics and stuff going on too yeah but the pandemic and you know vaccines and just you know what that thing that happened in denmark where they had to you know uh call all those minxes because of the new strain of the coronavirus or whatever happened there that you know that's crazy I don't know if you heard that one, but you know, it's just, it's a wild time. Lots of, lots of wild stuff for sure. Um, I have a question here. You guys, you guys closed down for a while too. Uh, not very, we, okay. So we did, but not very long. Uh, like we went home for like, we kind of figured out how to work from home pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. The content end of it, we continued to make content from home. And it was different content, obviously. It wasn't battle reports. It was uh, other stuff. And then we got into more gameplay and battle reports with Farah starting to play games and also doing yeah. re- remote battle reports with each other. And so we were able to kind of fill that uh, that need for the games uh, during the, the lockdown time. So that was nice. Um, and so we didn't we didn't really stop. We just figured out a way to do it remotely, you know? But you stopped having people come and doing battle reports with guests for quite a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, but we had stopped a few months before that anyway, though. And so I mean, I don't even know. Are, are, are Americans allowed in Canada yet? Not Border's not open yet, man. Like, it, it's still not open. Uh, wild. I mean, it's just... You know, and it, it hit me, you know, kind of kind of early because the I don't know if you guys heard up there but when kind of it first started and they were having the infections on the boats mm. right before they started even mentioning that my a friend of mine his father was the first to pass from coronavirus in California he was one of the, he was the guy that came off the boat oh wow and they kind of they kind of jumped him around from you know uh, hospital to hospital and department to department without really quarantining or anything so that was like the first spread in the states it was so you know it was, it was so real to me and so close you know and you know and even his wife didn't really know what was going on and stuff like that so you know having that happen in kind of my expanded bubble but still there and mm-hmm. that close to me it, it just seemed like it was a little more real to me than some of the other people that maybe haven't had any real contact at all with it right so that kind of that kind of changes your perspective. 
Hey, Doug, just to change gears here for a second, there's a comment that somebody is asking about your cases. They said, uh, it's uh, from YouTube. BC says, so I know there are copyright issues, but I was just on the site and didn't see any examples of minis interacting with your cases and tray toppers. Uh, is there any, uh, any plans to include pictures of miniatures interacting with the trays? Uh, I thought under our, we, we've changed our back end of our site. So we're, we're trying to funnel back in some of the videos and stuff like that. Yeah. But I thought, I thought we had some on our, um, like our news group and stuff like that. We also, if you're, if you have an account with us, we always suggest people get an account with us, especially if you want to know when new deals are coming out. You know, we, we only put out newsletters to let you guys know when like a sales coming and you'll, anybody on the news group will get it before, you know, we start um, advertising it through social media. Mm. But let me look at just to... In the meantime, why don't we do another giveaway? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so this Oops. is how we do the giveaway. Yeah, there's tons of pictures on Facebook though. If you go to our if you go to our Table War Facebook page, you a mass amount of interactions with cases, people's fans uh, posts, our posts of our different armies and stuff like that, all interacting. That's all on Facebook. You know, Table War Designs on Facebook. Ah, gotcha. Okay. All right. What what happened here? I. All right, so uh, this one, what should we do, Doug? Should we do a six by four or one of the new ones? Uh, let's do another new one. Let's okay. do another uh, one of the 30 by 44s with the scatter train. Okay. Uh, pick another word. Pick another word. Crater. Crater, so type in the word crater. If you're watching this and you want to win the fat mat, which is the 30 by 44, the incursion size. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the uh, scatter train that comes with it. Very nice. You know what? I don't know if we have any of that scatter terrain here, Doug. Uh... This might be that me might, uh, pulling your arm. That might be true. Yeah, um, hmm. that might be true. Who who would I uh, talk to about getting some? Uh... Uh, let's see. Did we? I think we let that person go. Who <laughs> would you talk to? <laughs> I'll have my people talk to you. Get a hold of your people. Ah, yes. Okay. And we'll and we'll make that happen. <laughs> In other words, uh, Todd will send an email to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can take care of the non-fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they think it's fun, right? I mean, I suppose that's true. Yeah, it, there's a satisfaction that uh, in a different way. You know, they they get excited over emails. It's like, ooh, a new email. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. So I got to tell you guys, uh, first time I met Doug and Todd, I was looking. It was like in the twilight zone because I was looking at even the fact that you had a beard and he didn't. Like, it, and Todd is he's tall with glasses and is like. What what is this? What's going on? What what is going on here? And just like your personalities, yeah. it, it was it was it was fantastic, wow. fantastic. 
I, it's so funny when you, you you have a certain laugh when you see me and Todd acting like you and Matt act, and I have the same thing when I see you and Matt together. Yeah. And you guys have a debate <laughs> <laughs> or discussion. <laughs> you know, where, where, where Matt is suggesting to Dave that this is the way we're going to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> or that's creative. I don't know. You do whatever. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't bother me with that creative stuff. I got I got spreadsheets to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um three, two, one, boom. Dave Hodgson. So Dave Hodgson. Okay, for Congrats, this. That's Dave. That's a viewer on YouTube. So. Cool. Okay, so uh, Matt, this is for a uh, new Matt. Where's he from? New Matt doesn't say where Dave Hodgson is from. So let's see how. What's the best way of doing this? Let's do. Uh, what's the best way to contact you? If it's not on, uh, actually, what do you have a Gmail? We have we have uh, our sales at tablewardesigns.com. You can send that to us. We'll, we'll, both of us will get that. He can text us on Facebook, in instant messenger on Facebook or Instagram. Okay, so and we're posting on Instagram a lot. So uh, we're we're on the chat on Instagram and on Facebook. Why don't we keep you can email us? Yeah, let's do. Why don't we make it uh, simple then? Let's just do the Facebook one once again which okay. I'll, I'll provide a link for that. Boom. There's a, a link to the Facebook page, to Table War Facebook page. So that's how you claim your prize. Dave Hodgson. Let's see, Twitch, this is for MWG. Okay. Very good. That's cool. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and let's do let's do another one of these. How about that? Uh, let's do uh, Space Wolves, Hounds of Morkai. These are the Reavers. These are the Reavers. Yeah, I think they're the Reavers. They look like the Reavers. Let's let's do the Reavers. Uh, yeah. What's the keyword here? Oh me? Yes. Uh, Reeve. Re how how does one spell Reeve? Like Christopher Reeve or Reeve as in Reaver without the R. Reeve, Reeve as in Reaver without the R. Okay. R R at the end doesn't count. <laughs> Reaver's Reeve. <laughs> Gotta throw a little little twist in there. Reeve. Type in is a Reeve. Okay, so this is a jack. This is the first one, jackals. Yeah, jackals. Now, are these super chats? Uh, are what super chats? What the? Would are you in a super chat window? What? How do you? What are super chats? So super chats are when people contribute money to the chat, and it shows up and it's highlighted, and it sho okay. shows the amount that they contribute. So what I'm looking at is I'm doing this through OBS and I can see all of the comments together 
So all comments from Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, and Periscope all together in one, which makes okay. it uh, which makes it easier and better, in my opinion. Yeah, and if there's a way that could actually pull in the Instagram as well, I would do that. But uh, there isn't currently. Not that I know of anyway, because otherwise I would. Okay. Reeve, Reaver. He's in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got Brexit going yet. Uh, we haven't dealt with the whole Brexit, you know, the Brexit thing messed up our uh, warehouse out there. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that one we'll, we'll figure out. Yeah. Okay, so. Dave will fly you to the States to pick it up. How about that? Uh, when you say Dave, are you, you're talking about Dave Hodgson, so he'll fly himself. I mean, I, whatever he does <laughs> is uh, his choice. Uh, either way, he'll get a mat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for the winner of the Reavers here, it is D Nexus A. D Nexus. Did he reave the Reavers? He was the reaving of the Reaver. Yes, indeed. Okay, D Nexus K or D Nexus. Uh, D Nexus K. Uh, you are a Twitch viewer, so just send me a whisper on Twitch. Let me know what you won, so I don't forget. Because I don't want to forget that that's not a good thing to forget okay doug so we're doing uh before i forget to mention it i think i forgot last time we were on about our sale so we have a december sale going on right now too guys so for our 10th anniversary special it'll be uh and then we're going to do something really special this weekend so if you want to get the announcement ahead of everybody else, make sure you have an account with Table War. Mm. And then we'll send out and you will find out what our surprise is going to be this weekend. Nice. Also, as a, as a reminder. As I was saying it, I'm thinking, did Todd say not to say that? <laughs> <laughs> too late. Well, it's too late now. Um, so... I will What should I do with the beard? Did you see this? It's got like it's such a weird color and then I can do this and have to go out like old timey. Yes, uh, uh that is an option for sure. <laughs> I think I want to go like swashbuckler, do like the point. You're back to the goatee. I am. Uh, how much do you think GW will rework the Legion traits as they have overhauling all the factions of 40k? How they will overhaul those? Yes. I wouldn't even know. Um, I keep I keep hoping they'll kind of bring together the rule sets for 30k and 40k but now now i don't know with ninth edition you know what the plan is there either so if you're talking legions as far as 30k you know i, I think they're going to keep it all very traditionally you know horus heresy style mm. keeping that all together i don't know as far as 40k 
I'm still excited about my Ultramarines, even though I've been unpacking all my orcs, orcs, lots of orcs lately. Lots of orcsies. Yeah, I mean, even for ninth, my my Gilliman list didn't change that much. As far as um, you know, a lot of the models, I, I'll throw in a, a squad here and there, different, but I still like the the Devastator squads in that my little 30k ultramarine models, but I'm getting more Primaris, it seems. I'm just playing around with that stuff. Which orc is the best orc? Oh, Warboss Le- uh, War Leadfoot. <laughs> Who is, uh, who's that? That's my first Warboss that I ever did. Okay. And he, 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 would, he would roll the, the old four battle wagon tournament lift, blazing, blazing across the board and smashing out of the smashing out of the battle wagons that was that was good old days do you, you could shock somebody when you could shock somebody off the table nice <laughs> i'm not even aware of that what is that what what edition is that that's fourth and fifth i think okay uh a question will you be doing more bat reps because d nexus k would uh, love seeing you play again uh yeah i i can't wait to come back up there and do another campaign with you if that's what is that what he's asking coming up there and doing another campaign that's how i'm going to interpret it all right that's how i'm going to interpret it too but i i do want to do more battle reports um my my son's working on a couple models for his salamanders and we haven't played salamanders versus ultramarines in ninth yet so it's just trying to rope him down you know he's 19 he wants to be online playing with his buddies, mm-hmm. you know, playing that old 40k game with his dad. Oh, okay. But then he then he get that, then he then he starts shooting and re-rolling and re-rolling all of his. He re-rolls more than my Ultramarines do with all of his little squads, and his his Salamander Hellblasters are brutal. Yeah, they're, they're pretty rough. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Um, we did. We we really want to do the new campaign, one of the campaigns in um, in the ninth edition, which I think will be really fun. So we'll we'll try to film all that. That'll probably be the next thing I do. So hopefully around the holidays, in between Christmas and New Year's, I can get him to start doing the campaign. I got the studio pretty much set up. I, I got some tweaks I want to do for it, but the lights are up. It's ready to go. So Omnisaya Sphinx says to be specific. Actually, no, to be pacific the csm and 40k oh yeah i i I don't know you know i I don't usually i I don't usually jump to to guesses because you know uh i like being surprised i don't want to get my hopes up so i'm not a real guesser when it comes to that kind of stuff i don't know how else to say it it's like when the rules are out cool you know the stuff that leaks. I, a lot of the times, I won't even look at that. You know, I'll just be. I'll just wait now. But that just might be me getting old, and just playing, going with the flow. <clears throat> I. I mean, I, I. I haven't even played my orcs in ninth yet. Oh, seriously? Yeah. You mean you're uh, telling me that I've played more orcs in ninth than you have? Yeah. yeah. That's nuts, I man. Mean, yeah, I need to. I need to get on the board with my son Salamander so he can just evaporate them. 
I mean, it's it's amazing how much firepower my son has in his salamander list. Yeah, it is insane. It really is. But orcs are so fast now. It, it's kind of a double-edged sword with the orcs. You know, you can't get as many in putt to pile in to swing now. Right. Um, so it's tougher if you're going up against that one big, you know, super dude with a squad of orcs that can't all get in there to swing at them. So, you know, I'm missing swinging all those, ex rolling all those extra dice. But it's also a smaller table and orcs are really fast. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to play them. But the campaign, I think we're going to go Marine versus Marine. You know, it's funny because as much as it's a smaller table, we have found that it doesn't really make too much of a difference. In fact, it gives more of an advantage to shooting armies. Just because everything's closer. Yeah. And ranges and distance between deployments are similar to the bigger size table. So it's really, it's actually an advantage to the shooting armies. Yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I mean, what about long range, you know, gun tanks? You know, I mean, the leaf blower lists of IG. I mean, you, you, you're still outrange. Now people are getting it you close, you know. They can uh, shoot you know, into combat, field, though. That is great. I'm really excited. I'm excited about a lot of the new rules, like mm -hmm. especially the vehicles being able to shoot. Still, I think that was that was pretty brutal. That was rough. Um, so I'm really glad that changed. Yeah. the the one The one thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around is the the I charge in, so I attack first, and then the following round I get to attack first again. Right, yeah. So I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out with orcs. Yeah, I think that'll be... I mean, that's always a good thing, especially if you're a close combat army. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, it kind of motivates you to decide, okay, maybe I should fall back out of this. I'm not going to survive. So it gives you the chance to fall back knowing you're not going to swing first. Right. Um, but so far, I mean, I love the... I really like the new rules and the the points there's just a ton of points now you get there's a lot of scorekeeping on on the regular missions now there is a lot more points that's true uh it, fe it felt odd at first because you can rack up so many points yeah yeah but it is the way it is now so it's interesting it's fun to see everybody hobbying you know through the whole pandemic and stuff and i've got a couple friends that have really got into it that weren't there they never had fully painted models before but now now they're actually painting them and, yep. and they like their style and they're they're, get, they're getting really good at it and enjoying it so it's kind of fun to see kind of that transition through all this yeah people finding more more uh layers or levels in their game now yeah and even going crazy with you know little uh unique terrain pieces that they're putting together and stuff like that with their but you know it's always fun when you see somebody put together something that's got you know it's really focused on gameplay but the design and look is really cool too yeah so what would you say is your favorite aspect of the hobby playing games with friends interesting so as an artist it's not painting miniatures it's playing games with friends well, painting, painting can be work for me too. I mean, I, I love it. It's always been part of my life, but 
you know, you take, you know, playing poker, right. Versus, you know, playing a tabletop game with your friends or, or an online game where you're always playing kind of with strangers and, but never really get to know them or see them. And you're, you're just kind of this you know, anonymous person versus meeting new people traveling. I love going to the events. I'm a huge, huge event guy. I love, I love going. I like playing at them and just seeing everybody meeting new people, even, even going to Valhalla. Right. And, mm-hmm. and playing up there, you know, very social, you know, non-competitive, just having a good time over a beer and, and um, throwing down dice with unique, crazy, uh, army lists you know you don't have to be so competitive i guess i i I guess yeah i mean it's easily the first is playing with friends yeah for sure so if you had to choose if you could only do one more thing in your life you could never paint again versus uh playing the game or never play again versus painting you would choose playing the game with friends Versus painting or playing with friends. I'd probably have to take playing with friends. Yeah. I've painted enough. What about you guys? <laughs> you guys watching, what would you do? What would be your answer? If you can only do one of the two. You know, paint or play, basically. What would be your choice? Oh, paint or play. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I've got other outlets for art. I could easily mm. commission my models for somebody and, and keep playing. So in the but con- it's those epic mo- I mean, think of those epic moments we have in our campaigns. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. You can't. Those are those, you're building memories. Though, yeah, right? that's I mean, true. And it's more. I think it's. I mean, you can have a shared experience with painting, not in the same way, but you can kind of like painting together. Together, but when you're playing, right. it's it's more. It's different. It's a. You have an an emotional investment in what's happening, and it's a lot more intense, and so the chances of epic memories being created are just uh, greater when you play the game. Yeah, I mean, I still remember, you know, just brutal, brutal losses against friends or, you know, vice versa. This where something just crazy happens. You're like, there's just, who would have expected this, right? Those kind of moments that make the game special to me. I mean... Did that? Does it surprise you that I take gaming over painting? No, uh, because I know you. So, but but I just find it interesting though how that is the number one because you're an artist. Yeah. So if I, I were to guess, I, I, I would have, guess the same thing for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, art has been work and pleasure. But you know, when it comes to 40k, I, I think the fun factor is you know rule number one for me. Yeah. Rule of cool. Is that how you build your armies? Is it rule of cool? Rule of cool versus competitive list. Which would you choose? I really try to do a blend. Well, it depends. It depends. If I'm going in a tournament, uh, it's definitely a 50-50 cool versus competitive. Because I always try to like go outside the meta, bring something, a little, little twist of something new um, or different. But, I mean, I love converting my orcs. I love, I love putting together new models or, or kind of putting together themes, you know, like I went, I had, you know, two gray knight librarians and it was, you know, and they were named Bill and Ted and they went on an excellent adventure during Adepticon. It was fun. (laughs) Right. 
and they were just teleporting all around the board with people just not knowing where they're going and having a good time. Yep. So, and then of course, war boss Leadfoot, he, he, he crushed it the first year at Adepticon. That was pretty fun. Yeah. And he, you know, and, and you know, my rule with orcs is always, if you're, if you're not a hundred percent sure what you, what you need to do, do the most aggressive thing you can think of. You know, that's kind of my orcs and that's always, and I love the randomness of orcs. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had, I, you know, I put together an orc list where every model had some sort of random role with it uh-huh. or I didn't play it. Right. You know, right. the ramshackle or the weird boy, you know, teleport or, or the, the, um, the grot tank where you didn't know what round it was going to be shooting. Right. Know, that's kind of fun too. The Ludas with the number of shots. Ludas with numbers of shots. Yeah. Every, every, at least one model in every unit had to have some, something that was a random roll die. Yeah. Die roll. Okay. So, so speaking of random die roll, uh, we're going to do a chaos comet bomb because it oh, is, cool. it is random. And this person has no idea we're about to do this. So for those of us who are watching right now who have never participated in a Chaos Comment Bomb, this is how we do it. I'm going to leave a link in the chat. You'll click on this link. It'll bring you to a YouTube video, and you'll leave a comment. And the comment could be something like, Dave and Doug say hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Or it could be, War Boss Doug says, collect orcs. Or it could be, Dave says, collect chaos. Or it could be, uh, really, whatever you want it to be, just as long as they know they've been chaos comment bombed by the Shrine of Chaos, leave whatever you want. I'm going to leave a block of links here so it's unmistakable what video it is. And uh, this particular Wargaming YouTube channel, I've never heard it before. Doug suggested it. It's Oscar Lars. Uh, he has a modest amount of subscribers, modest amount of views on his painting tutorial videos. This is the last video that he put up few weeks ago about painting fast fur and it looks like his uh, skills are sharp and he has some good information for you if you want to actually watch the videos in addition to leaving a chaos comment bomb comment of course and he's on his instagram too he posts all of his commission stuff and his personal stuff on there he he's won i think overall and best paint in aos for a couple of years now at nova and he's an awesome guy, dude. He's just a fun dude. So you've met him in real life. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a he's a Swede that's lived in America for quite a while now. And I'm just gonna leave that link again. This is the Chaos Comment Bomb link. Click on that link and leave a comment. Uh, and once this has been done, we shall do another giveaway right after this Chaos Comment Bomb because that is the tradition. Typically, at the end of a Shrine of Chaos, we do the giveaway, but before that, we do a Chaos Comment Bomb, just as a way of paying it forward. Also, as a reminder, all Super Chat proceeds go to Table War Charities today. So for those of us who feel so inclined, who want to contribute to that, that's for Activism for Autism. I said it right that time. That's uh, is Building Awareness for Autism. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And I'm going to, you know, it's been a tricky time over, uh, over the quarantine with, you know, work, you know, all these kids that need the special needs kids that need help to do, you know, to do their, their care at home. 
you know, not having that interaction with the other kids in the class and socialization and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's been a tough time for all kids really. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my son graduated from high school during the pandemic and, you know, didn't really have, you know, a prom and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's been a, it's been a really weird time for kids. I, I just, I can't imagine, I couldn't imagine it being me being my 19, 18, 19 year old self stuck in this kind of situation. But then again, back then, you know, in the stone ages when there, you know, we're only dial up phones and not cell phones mm-hmm. or, and no real, and no internet. I mean, that would have been unimaginable to go through this at that time. Yeah. 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 I mean, my son's like, oh, I get to play, I, I get to, I have to stay home so I can only play video games. Oh, rough. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wonder though, because of the way the internet is nowadays, especially social media, I wonder if it would have been not better, but different if it happened, say, 15 years ago, heck, even a decade ago. Uh, oh, it would have been hugely different. I yeah. Mean, you wouldn't have the infrastructure for, you know, Uber Eats or, I mean, we both know somebody. I won't mention her name, but we both we both know people that, like, never cooked for themselves before quarantine, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They always ate out. And now you're in quarantine and you're stuck at home and you, you got to learn to cook. At least there's YouTube now to teach you how to boil water and make an egg and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we, we've, we've been having fun with that, trying to do like, you know, different family, um, you know, things with, you know, okay, the family gets together and cook something we've never cooked before. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something we started with my son in high school. We made him take care of a dinner a week. You know, I think we started that when he was like 15 or 16, you know, where we start teaching him how to cook or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, there's certain skills that, you know, kids aren't learning right now because they're stuck at home too. you know, certain social skills and certain adulting that doesn't mm-hmm. need to go on anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you put in the mask thing where I can't see people's faces. I can't see them smiling and their reactions. You know, you're just looking at the eyes, right? You can't tell with the smile, which is, you know, or hugging. I miss, I miss hugging my friends. Yeah. There's a very little hugging happening. Yeah. You know, okay. I learned this. I learned this yesterday. This is, you're going to love this. Uh, okay. I learned that in order for a hug to be therapeutic and release the chemicals in your brain that help with like happiness uh-huh. you need to hug someone for at least eight seconds oh i, I can do that every time no problem <laughs> see that makes me so much more happier knowing that hugs are corn approved yeah i thought, yeah. I thought i'd just throw yeah. that in there what, it, was, what, it was relevant i mean oh, it's just so weird <laughs> I mean, are people a hundred years from now, you know, you know, is the vaccine now that with the vaccines getting ready to come out, it's looking like, you know, things may go back to normal and stuff, but you know, even, even 20 years from now, people could look back and go, wow, what was it like to walk around without a mask? Mm. Or what was it like to go to a concert without a mask or full hazmat mat or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, what's the future going to bring now? I mean, I, I really feel like 
you know, things will get back to normal, I hope, to yeah. at least some degree. Yeah, that's the hope, right? Yeah, but we still, even though it looks like it's looking good, we don't know. We don't know if it's going to mutate, this, you know, or whatever. Vaccine turns people into zombies. You don't know. <laughs> you know, I, the thing I am I'm glad for, and I think that we're fortunate for, is that we have this hobby that as an escape that didn't get affected by it. You know, like people that like to go to the movies, that sucks for them, right? So many cinemas are closed. Oh, like, concerts. 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 is always the first thing in my head. I love going to concerts. Sports right? games. Like, you think of sports so games. many sporting of these events. types. Sporting events, right? Yeah. Like, But for us, as war gamers, it we still have that. And oh, we've, been we've been training for the quarantine our whole lives. Is that what you're saying? I mean, you said it. I didn't disagree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we do have it. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It's it's we're fortunate in that we we have this passion for something that it, and it's still around and we're able to kind of use it as a bit of an escape. For sure, I mean, you know, with with the internet, with being you know having apps like Roll Twenty where you can play D and D with your friends online now pretty easily. Mm. You know, for for the nerd hobbyists, we're we're fine, and it's so crazy being back up here up in the country. You know, there's plenty of stuff to do up here that's considered social distancing. I can go up and hiking where I don't see anybody for, you know, days. Yeah. No problem. But, you know, that's tougher to do in cities. But even, 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 I have even, I got a buddy that's down in San Diego and I bug him all the time. I'm like, have you been getting out? He's like, no, I'm not going to go see anybody. I'm like, well, you can get out by yourself <laughs> and get out of the house, you know? Not wrong. Yeah, you know, you could you could go for a walk down to the beach or whatever. That's true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of places to go out and do things, but it's been kind of fun to get back out to nature and stuff. Going on hikes with the family, take my mom for drives in the country, yep. stuff like that. Doug, we're gonna do uh, another giveaway here. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. What should the keyword be? This is for a six by four, Fat Matt. Okay, uh, and this is just for the U.S.? Uh, this one could be worldwide. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, let's, go, let's go simple. Let's go Fat Matt. All right, type in Fat Matt. One word. Type in Fat Matt if you want a Fat Matt. It doesn't have to be capital F, capital M, or does it? But it's better if it is. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, you might have to put in the comment a couple times to make it capital. Or capital F, capital M, FM. Is it fat, Amat? You know, there's something oddly satisfying about seeing all the the comments come in. And they're all saying fat, Matt. Like a fat, Matt, 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 We'll give uh, the internet a few seconds for people to catch up in case there's a lag. Always like to do that out of courtesy. All right, I think that's enough time. So let us see. Well, there's so many comments coming in. My computer's slowing down. Holy guys. I can hear it like working harder. I can hear my computer. It's crunching. Yeah. Smoke's coming out of it. Okay, three, two, one. Engel von Gauss. 
Yes, uh, that's on Twitch. Vaughn Gauss. If I said that wrong, then I apologize. If I said it right, then I got it right. So congratulations. Maybe it's Angel, but Angel? Angel. I'm going to send you a whisper here on Twitch, okay? Uh, Angel Vaughn. There's only one of you. And this, I'm going to send you a hi, a whisper on on Twitch. So just send me back your uh, shipping address. All in one block, if you could. Yeah, one block of text. It makes it easy for the copy and pasting purposes. Uh, and yeah, that is it. Where are they from? Uh, do not know yet. They haven't responded yet. But uh, they shall. And uh, just as a reminder for everyone, one last reminder. The uh, Super Chat proceeds go to Table War Charities today. So anything that you might want to add in the last uh, minute or so, uh, they go to a good cause of uh, activism for autism. And uh, question here, what does FAT stand for as an acronym? Fast Action Tablescape. Fast Action Tablescape. Fast Action Tablescape. Tablescape's one word. Is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be Fats Matt. <laughs> fats Matts. Fatsis Matsits. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I knew that, Doug. Either that or you told me one time and I forgot. Probably the latter. I think it's on a lot of our I think I, I started I started with the with the new website. I started putting it on the images of the mat down below, like I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just so people would know. Mm. All right, well, um, I think that's been a good run. So thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in to this week's Shrine of Chaos. And thank you, Doug, for tuning in as well, being a guest on our show. Love it. I miss you, buddy. I mean, I, I, it, it was rough not coming up there this year. So I'll have to stay for twice as long next year. Next year, next absolutely. Uh, for those of you... Hopefully, who... hopefully summertime. I mean, I think summer is going to be back to... Back to Back normal. To normals. Yeah. Not crossing maybe not fingers. Normal, normal, but at least like if you have a vaccine card and can travel and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take the vaccine so I can come up and visit you. <laughs> all right. Well, then I'll take all three of them if, it, if that, that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you guys know, if you haven't seen the campaign that Doug and I did together, it is the Angel and the Serpent. It is the Blood Angels versus Orcs. 40k campaign that we did last year which was epic there was an epic narrative written by miles drake black library author and uh playing in the studio that doug designed by the way doug designed the underhive studio here at mini wargaming i don't know if you guys knew oh, that yeah. you guys may have may not have known that but he did so all the walls and like the the everything uh what you see there is the creation out of doug's brain physicalized we, yeah we still have we still have the custom the map the map special from that 
in uh, on our on our uh, website. Oh yes, the from combo, that campaign. The, the combo, the combo with the cool uh, um, bunker kill team mat. That's still there. That was a fun campaign, Doug. That was super fun. Yeah. Oh, if I could ask all of the viewers to uh, follow us on Instagram, that would be awesome. We're put, we're posting more stuff on Instagram. We're gonna have videos of the products. We'll have all of those on there as well. So yeah, if I'm people gonna... could follow us, that would be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Here, I'm gonna do this, Doug. The more, the more we have, the more I feel responsible to get more content out there. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a link here in the in the chat just for people who are watching. This is the link to Table War Instagram. So if you want to check them out on Instagram. So you can encourage Doug to post more eye candy content of their stuff, games, models, products, whatever you guys are doing. And definitely leave comments if you want to see more of a certain thing or curious about photos. We we do post up a lot of the photos of the different uh, build outs we do of the cases. And and we do have uh, a new um, we sell the cases with the starting trays in it versus, you know, having it empty where people pick because a lot of people just weren't sure what to start with. So we have those now. Yeah. So yeah, just bug me on Instagram, Doug, show us more of this, show us more of that and I'll get on it for sure. All right. Happy to. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, I'll be taking a bit of a break for the next couple of weeks for, uh, for Christmas reasons. And so there won't be any Shrine of Chaos for a bit. Uh, but I do plan on doing a long live stream in a couple days. I've just decided this this morning. And so it'll be long. It'll be uh, many hours long. And there's going to be a whole whack of giveaways during that. Uh, just before the Christmas break for me. So uh, fun. tune in for that. Check out Table War. Happy Wargaming, everyone. We'll see you soon. Take care.